Welcome to Deep Breaths, updates from chest on ReachMD. I'm Dr. David Schulman. On behalf of the American College of Chest Physicians and the Three Lakes Foundation, where we are working together in an effort to reduce the time it takes to make a diagnosis of ILD. Joining me today on an initial focus on pulmonary fibrosis are Drs. Tim Hernandez and Andrew Limper. Are there specific clues in a given patient's history that might make you consider IPF in your differential diagnosis fairly early? And if so, what are the triggers that might cause you to refer your patient to a pulmonary specialist earlier rather than later? So when somebody has chronic dyspnea or cough or fatigue, I think some things that tend to not be attended to is common things are common. So folks will think, oh, the chest x-ray is a bit abnormal. Is this a pneumonia? Bilateral shadows, they'll give antibiotics. They may give inhalers. They may try corticosteroids. But the reality is if those early interventions don't change the symptoms of dyspnea, and I would say cough, and some people present with major cough, you need to think about getting testing early, just as it's been explained. And that would include complete pulmonary function tests, as well as a non-contrast high-resolution CT scan of the chest. And we'll also say, oftentimes there's clues on the plain old chest x-ray that folks have in the office. Some of these are read as dirty x-rays, increased markings in the basis, some scar in the basis. That should be a trigger that that's not a normal x-ray. Lastly, I got to add, listen to the chest because when you hear crackles in the basis or clubbing in the fingers, that's not what you see in COPD and it's not what you see in asthma and other causes. So those crackles are important to hear. And I've had some of my primary care docs within Northern Iowa and Southern Minnesota call me up and just say the chest doesn't sound right. Could you see the patient? And that causes a trigger of that testing that gets earlier diagnosis. Have you ever had any challenges, barriers, experiences that you can recount where there's been difficulty getting pulmonary function testing, CAT scanning, or formal referral to a pulmonary specialist for a further workup? I can imagine in some settings, people in their clinics might have simple spirometry and things that may sort of point the direction that something's going wrong. But I still think that complete pulmonary function testing is needed to help verify the exact diagnosis that's occurring. With regard to referral to a pulmonologist, the way I overcome that obstacle is I try to diagnose the patient ahead of time and not just send the pulmonologist a patient that has a cough or shortness of breath without some kind of a workup. And then I like to be collaborative with my specialists and subspecialists or super specialists and speak to them directly because I think that's the most important thing. Whether you're in the hospital or in the clinic primarily, I think you need to talk to your colleagues because in modern medicine, there's a great disconnect between physicians that are in the hospital and those that are in the clinic. And I think our patients suffer because of it.